G'day punters, welcome to the mailbag, take two, the mailbag, powered by punting form and goat lager, where's the, there it is, have a go- oh, the nectar of the gods, um, Pistol, how are you man? Oh yeah, just battling away, you know, um, indifferent day yesterday at Belmont, I could have used uh, a little bit less interference than the one horse that halved in price for us, but you get that. You get that. And it did more than half in price. He took 420, started 240 the fair, uh, pipe ping the lids, elected not to use up too much of the pony, no. which then allowed to get cross once. Then the guy crossed before he had clear way, almost killed Pike and the pony. Then another. Then he slowed down the guy who chopped him off. So then that Pike, instead of leading, was three back the fence on a thing that's absolutely hemorrhaged. Had to wait for a run. Leader pissed off and won on us. Disgusting. Uh, Curls has just... I believe being um, without consent again up there north of the border. Um, I don't know if you can say that, but I said it. Um, some bad VAR at the moment for the mailbag, but it's always going to turn ups and downs. Um, now's probably the time to get on board. I've never had a worse run in my life, but happy with how we're betting. Just going to just need a little bit of luck, Peter. Just a tad. Now, um, yeah, we're going to look at Flemington punters. We're going to do the Cordy Legs for you. Um, mention the sponsors. Let's get into it. Race six, 600 metres. It's over the mail. Third Flemington, the rail's out four. We don't really know what that means. We'll have to just wait and see. Obviously, by now, we've got a, a better indication of the track uh, pattern, punters. Uh, up comes my attempt at a speed map. Found these four races probably the hardest to map on the card. Uh, but I've done my best, and I hope you get something out of it. Uh, the, with the scratching of the 16, which wasn't out, Peter, when we did this the first time, <laughs> uh, it was the natural leader here. Now there's no leader. Uh, I'm going to keep it pretty short for you guys at home. Pistol likes the eight Charlies. I like it a little bit too. Blinkers on, inside draw. We pray to God, Allah, Buddha, Zeus, Odin, Jesus, and Jesus, his cousin, that this thing shows some intent and rolls forward and is put into the race. Believe if it is... It's a great betting opportunity there at a double-figure price. Pete, have I missed anything for that horse for you? Uh, not really. No, I mean, it's like Blinker's first time. I think from gate six, they'll show intent, as opposed to last time it was nominated. We were talking about it. Blinker's on first time, but it had a wide gate. They would have gone back, I think. But anyway, I think it's a great bet. It, they showed intent when we backed it. God bless them. First up, this prep at Sandown. Settled mm. third in run and won. Since then, sixth of tenth, eight of thirteen, of thir- eight, six of ten, eight of thirteen, ten of thirteen, and seven of eight. Yep. So God only knows. Uh, I don't think the stable does, and let's just hope Jai does. He's the man now. Up to you, Jai. Zara yep. off, Jai on. Uh, ping the lids, my man, and roll forward and put this pony right in the race. I thought the top weight, Pete, was. Six two kilos probably scare a lot of people off, but it's got the great man steering uh, from barrier four. I reckon it'll be better than midfield, and he builds some nice momentum through the middle part of the, of the race there from the sort of thousand onwards, as he did on a McAvoy pony uh, a little while back. Great ride there with a the big weight. Can't remember what it was called. Couldn't remember what it was called the first time. Didn't do any research. Apologies, but doesn't really matter, does it? He can ride. He's riding right. You are. Damien Oliver. I thought the other horse in the race, Pete, that was a little bit of value. Alpha it was number number three. Alphaville. Um, I could think of a bunch of. Uh, I just got a little bit of goat on my 
was dribbled off the off the beard onto the desk. <sighs> Alphaville punters. Um, I think it can win. I thought I thought Willow slaughtered it uh, last start. No intent. Found traffic. Almost had a car crash. Um, total forgive. Uh, we backed it then. We'll back it again here. Yep. They're the two horses I want to back. I'll likely look to save on right. You are very, very scared, Peter, of number 15 over the sky, who I thought was probably the horse to follow from the entire meeting two weeks back at Flemington. Uh, I thought the horse went enormous. It backed it up with the data. It did go enormous. Uh, from barrier two, I just sort of thought, you know, we're hoping for them to show some intent. And I think we'd, there's no real reason to expect them to show any intent. This horse settled basically last on debut. It settled midfield second up where it won, and it settled basically last its third and only start. Now, uh, last start, Alphaville, who was a complete and utter forgive, basically <coughs> didn't go around, SP $15 versus over the sky $14. Now they want me to take $5 over the sky, which was an enormous run and could well win, or I could take the same price at Alphaville. It's Alphaville all day. I also thought that in the same race, like when we look at the SP profiles out of those lead-up races, Stretto, who was three wide, but it's 8.50 here. Alphaville's the one they've missed. I think it's overs in the race with Charlize. Uh, big watch, the top two in the market, right you are, and over the sky. Kurame is flying, but just can't draw a gate. And I thought Rapid Romance would probably run a good race, but probably not good enough. Anything else there, Pete? Yeah, not much to add. I think it's one of those where if the inside lanes or rails and runs looking very suitable during the day, then you certainly want to at least chop or build a book with over the sky in it as well. Oh, exactly right. We try six, so we can change our position. But if the, yeah. if the track race is like sort of fast and it's a big, and there's still this many horses in the race, and as we said, like that leaders come out, um, so could be a bit of a traffic jam. They might jump, get their spots, and go real slow. And if he's five four back the fence, I don't want to be with him at, at that price. Race yeah. seven, mates, over the sixteen hundred meters. Uh, Sir Coney backs up after its beast-like performance. Uh, last start at Flemington off a really strong performance at Caulfield. Horse is flying, uh, looks to get a soft lead, leads the market here at $4. Down on Roman, thoughts on it? Uh, I just thought this race overall was a complete no-bet race. How can you bet unless you're in the yard being able to see how Order of the Garda presents? And Sir Coney, obviously, if it does what it did last start, wins again. But... You're basically just talking about the market there. I mean, Dan on Roman throw that in as well. Fears were good over the track and trip, so look, you have to respect it. But it's a no bet race without being able to get eyes on actual horse flesh. Yeah, it's a very frustrating time. This COVID thing um, it is wearing me out mentally, but I try and have a bit of uh, gratitude and empathy because we're in a very good position versus a lot of people, Peter. But fuck, I'd love to be there watching these horses parade, particularly. Doubled up by the incompetence of the people who produce the content at racing.com and seem to think that the mounting yard is not relevant to the coverage. Or sometimes they do and then sometimes they don't. I'd rather they just told us they didn't give a shit about it and didn't show it. Half a chance here, though, punters. Horse number one and three are the two we like. <laughs> I really like number three, Order of the Garter. <laughs> so you'll definitely see them parade. They get to about horse six, it's, it's going to be iffy. Now, if they can show Dan on Roman 
without the rider, then all of a sudden we've got the top three in the market. So we're a chance in this race <laughs> of seeing every horse parade. The previous race, we'll get nothing. There's not a chance. It, it's thousands that we'll see over the score parade without, without a jockey on. Yeah. Uh, we live in hope, but uh, we're starting to run out of it. I thought the, the overs in the race was number five, Romancer. Uh, I think if, you, if you're sick and you need to have a bet, have a little bet on it each way right now. But uh, Mounting Yard Mail, I will be watching them on TV, on.com. Sucker for punishment, and I'll be doing it again, and I'll be looking to, to, to get rid of either one, seven, or three, and maybe back the other two. Peter. Yes. Good. Race eight, mate, 2,000 metres. A lot of, lot of horse flesh here with ability. A little bit of ability. Yeah. There's the map. There's a, there's a simp hold. Simp hold. The map's the hard part here, though, isn't it? Like you could probably, again, adjusting to how the track plays, but there's a few of the chances that I thought you could find on data that just don't draw particularly well. Credence in particular, Vacillator, Savaheat, you know, there's time for all of those. I thought the one that's at a little bit of a price that might very well be able to put itself into the race is Sir Pippin. Um, does have previous good track distance stats. Jot change might be something there. Gets a cosy little draw for John Allen. He, he's my man for this this Saturday at Flemington. I've kept finding him in races, which is disturbing, but also entertaining. Um, that was probably the one I was leaning to. And Polly Gray, the other Waller horse as well. I thought that was pretty good last start. Um, we talked about this last time, actually. I remember now. Um, Sir Pippen had Oliver, had Williams. They both get off. Or Allen on. I don't like that. Craig Williams rode this horse when we backed it. That was back when the movers bets hemorrhaged like they still are and actually won. <laughs> They've won since then. We've had winners since then. But uh, it was um, like underwriting a long way out and kept finding that day. And Willow knows his horse. He rode it last start. He's elected to get off it and ride the other Waller horse. Um, that's enough for me to get rid of it in this race. Uh, I think the other one you mentioned, Polly Gray, is is the the bet here if you want to bet um comes out of that good sir coney race where it settled ninth in run it made like good good ground in that race um obviously sir coney led and won it was, it was a tidy performance uh lightly raced i like the way this horse sort of presents here i think though the race the race is extremely deep and you need to sort of make some decisions just on odds and on map I wouldn't be surprised if Miramar won WT, WUT, WT, number five. It looks primed to run a big race. Uh, with a little bit of intent from Barry 3, it could sit a little bit closer. It's probably the one that I'd mark most likely to win this race. I think Southmore can win. I'm against Bartholomew Diaz. Um, I reckon it doesn't have a heap of speed. See what it does from Barrier 8. Um, I know they rode it with intent last time, but that was a softer race than this. Uh, Vacillator, Plain Seal, and Credence are all flying, but I think they have to go back from the wider draws. Yep. So I, I'd, I'd suggest a bet on the eight, Polly Gray, and maybe something for five, W. W-U-T. It's been a long day. <laughs> I've walked 18, walked the dogs, got the dogs washed, had the kids with me both, not, not a goal, but every other part of it. Just winding up now, looking at Geelong tomorrow. Woo. Blimey. <sighs> Race number nine, punters. Lucky last. Get out stakes. 1,200 metres down the straight. What what chaos uh, 
those the powers that be have given us all here. They've given us a benchmark 78 down the straight, packed field. Still two emergencies that come out. Oh, enormous. You won't know where to look at 300. Uh, someone, I think, some asshole, and it could be, I think it's probably to do with you and your, like, um, your your end. Someone was spy, spying on our last conversation because I, I was quite keen to, to push you guys in and I was going to send this as a bet because I just want to get the odds because sometimes they go off and we push them on the show. Uh, number 12, Sakura. 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 Re- really struggling with my pronunciations uh, on today's show and I apologise for that, but I'm just doing my best. James Cummings, John Allen, sits on behind the speed. I think it can be sort of midfield here. It was... The last time we spoke, Peter. 18, 17. 18s and 17s, and now it's into 12s. Sick. Uh, I still think it's an okay price each way. I also like number 16, Devil's Reign. Uh, Love what it did last start. You can get $26 as I speak. I think that's a, a very fair price for it, just to find out. Deep race, plenty can win. We spoke about, I'm telling you, uh, on the last show as well. I thought it was a 1,200-metre Flemington horse. It's not. It's had seven starts down the Flemington 1,200 metres, and it's, and it's ran second once. That's it. So yep. happy to get rid of it. And we spoke about Pinion. I'll let you talk about it for the goat, Ollie. Yeah, I mean, it was hard not to. I mean, you, if you had eyes or ears, you probably saw or witnessed Pinion's uh, last start there at Sandown. But the yeah, pocket like, stopped. I mean, yeah. where, where was it? wasn't even on the screen. Yeah, it, it came from off the screen with a rocket launcher attached to it and like the last 200 just was an enormous figure. But again, you're looking at the market here. Well, we've got Pinion, I'm telling you, Orleans Rock. They're all going to be towards the, the back of the field and really I'm not totally convinced there's going to be a, a massive amount of speed <coughs> in this race. So for me, I'm, I'm doing a, a 0.25 unit <coughs> speculation. Oh, the shotgun approach. The shotgun approach. This. On four runners. Um, Pump and dump. Yeah, Sakura is one of them. We've already spoken about that. Um, I'll, I'll include Renee for the pain and pain combo. I think that form out of Ballarat's actually looking okay. The Carmen San Diego form. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, Rolling Moss, which is one that will make you visibly ill. Ah, uh, uh, that's right. Yeah, I back Rolling Moss. <laughs> the movers back Rolling Moss. So Pete, bloody... Barker, who's in the penthouse with him. We all back Rolling Moss. I think we took ten dollars. It started four fifty or something. Yeah. On an on pace suited day there at Sandown, it was on pace and it stopped. So if it wins here, I'll be having a holiday. Yeah. So I'm, I'm including it. it for sure. And uh, price I'm range. Not. Price range is the other one. Uh, it's just an interesting galloper. It's had two starts for Mar Eustace in Australia. Uh, just thought it recorded some decent splits on the way home and gets, a, again, like a nice little cosy run. So it's not a race I'm heavily invested in, but just small little speculations late on the fair for me. Yeah, I just thought Tav- De- Devil's Run was a big run in that Meninga race, mm. Meninga, who's here again. Um, but Tavi Dance came out and exploded at Caulfield off that race. Uh, battle talk for Nick Ryan exploded big figure form looks pretty good out of that race this is only a benchmark 78 punters. so yeah. midweek form even less than is sweet here you don't need superstars yep very good best best value and lay Peter hasn't got any because it, it's in his bread and butter mine this is mine 
my best is race six, number eight, Charlie's, and number three, Alphaville. Want you to Dutch them both. Don't go each way, but you, you can do you. Do you. I'm not going to. Uh, and my value, well, more Dutch. Race nine, number 12, Secura. Uh, there's some $14 out there. Well, there's $14 out there at a bookmaker you can bet at. Yep. Which we won't mention because I don't get in trouble. But, uh, and also number 16, Devil's Reign. So I'm going to Dutch number 12 and 16 in race nine and the two in race six as my best. My lay, I'll come up with one by the time I type up something. Just want to go off this to you. Click the link below. Anything else from you? No, Big no board? all good. All good. All right, partners. That's been the, the mailbag preview for another week. Uh, feedback, welcome, wanted. Jack at themailbag.com.au if you've got any feedback. Lovely email from a, uh, Chris it was this week. Uh, enjoyed it. And We've got products galore at the moment. We've got AFL and NRL betting very well. Uh, the AFL stuff's really starting to sort of sing. Um, that's Cam Dean and Nick Deshi. We've got Curly, who is flying up in Queensland. We've got your stuff, the Gropers, which, again, is not a reference to anything dirty. It's just a reference to Western Australians. And Rob Scurry is back on course and is absolutely flying. 10 out and about 27 back last week. Airborne yeah. carries the team. That's the mailbag. Enjoy your weekend. Bye-bye.